right, here's another episode of Nerding Daily. We do this every year. Uh, it took us a little longer this year, but you know, life happens. We are going to do our top five, top five movies, top five TV shows. Then we're going to do Spider-Man. So I'm sitting here with Robert and Josh. This is James and this is Nerding Daily. Well, we got to say top five of 2021. Of 2021. Yes, since well, we're already in the new year. Right. Yes. I don't know. I'm excited to go through my bottom five. So maybe we should start with top five with you guys. (laughs) Are we doing movies or shows first? Let's do movies. It was a good year for movies, in my opinion. It was. Well, maybe because it's been so long I haven't been to one in a theater. It was exciting. Yeah, I feel like... I feel like I had a hard time filling filling it out. Like, really? I, I mean, I could find five good ones, but it was like, it took me a while. I feel like I have four strong ones that could contend in most years. The rest of my, like, top ten, or, you know, which we're not going to do top ten, but, you know, the rest beyond that, like, would, it, it's kind of like, I don't know, does that really, that wouldn't be a top five movie in most years. So. Oh, I see. There were a lot of good movies, but not a lot of great movies. Okay. What are we doing? Our, our number five? Do, yeah, just do number five. Uh, I'll go ahead. All right, Robert. What is what is it? <clears throat> My number five uh, for 2021 was the Sparks Brothers, oh. the documentary on oh. uh, Sparks. This really cool, eclectic, seminal band that's been around forever. Super awesome. I've, I've been fans of them for uh, two decades at this point. And it's just, wow. it was so satisfying seeing them get like praise actually getting like a documentary made on them and of course made by Edgar Wright it was awesome (laughs) it's a lot to take in I can see that it could be a lot to take in if you're not a fan but a lot of people say that's what got them into Sparks now so you know but that was an easy one that was an early I think April or May that came out and it just stayed on the top of my list for the Whoa. rest of the year. All right. All right. Yeah. So I I uh, I didn't see a ton of movies in theaters this year, but believe it or not, I saw that in theaters. Really? And oh, yeah. I hadn't actually seen I didn't actually know Sparks. Oh. Um, mm-hmm. And but the previews and of course Edgar Wright got me into it, and so I went to go see it. It's a wonderful rock documentary. It was just it was really really good, and it wasn't even just a rock documentary. It was just a documentary like. Mm. And and it yeah it got me into their music for sure like they they're amazing yeah I didn't yeah, see it great. I didn't even know about it I think you told me that you were gonna go see it but I didn't know what it was yeah I think it's on Netflix oh okay yeah I will yeah. check it out all right who wants to go next Josh? I'll go uh, right. number five and once again I don't feel super strong I mean I liked it obviously but um is I'm gonna say Luca Luca from Pixar. oh all right okay it's not, it's not the best but it was it was better than I thought and it um. Just a real sweet kind of original movie, so I enjoyed it. This spot for me was tough, man, because I had Promising Young Woman, but then I remembered Godzilla versus Kong, and I couldn't remember if I liked it, so I watched it again, and and it was like, oh yeah, that was good. But then I saw Don't Look Up, so I'm like, oh man, which one? Which one do I like? We're already getting to the 4D two-way tie. I'm so sorry. Well, Promising Young Woman is technically 2020. It is? Oh, well, then that makes it easy, Godzilla versus Kong. It was. It wasn't good. Uh, good movie don't look up was better than i expected like it was a pleasant surprise i was expecting it to be trash and it was amazing <laughs> see i actually expected don't look up to be better because i really like really adam mckay's last two movies oh okay big short and vice and it was i like don't look up but not as much as those two yeah that's my number five spot Godzilla. Right. all right see don't look up would have made my list but it's just it's way more recent that i've seen that so i didn't oh. want to put it on too early but i watched vice i think a couple days later and i liked it more i you like don't look up more. Oh, oh i see i see yeah okay. yeah no i love vice i thought that was great but no i mean don't look up i mean all of them are good 
they were just his, his you know, move, you know, his Will Ferrell stuff was fine, but like where he's at now with the fast paced dialogue and the quick editing and this great cast, with great acting. I mean, he, you know, sometimes you have to give the director credit for getting a good performance out of an actor and he just, mm. he writes it well and he directs it well. And it's just, he's a killer director, writer director right now. Wow. Yeah. Absolutely. Weed. All, All right. right. Number four. What is it? What's number four, Robert? <laughs> uh, I'm going once again with Luca. Luca, man. Yeah. All okay. right. Okay. It it might have been a little bit higher for me if I didn't have to watch it a hundred times with the kids, oh. but um, <laughs> you know that's that's what happens. But it, it's it's a great, sweet little Pixar movie, um, kind of uh. like if uh, Miyazaki did a Pixar movie basically. Yeah. Okay. And it's just it's just very breezy, easy going. Yeah, you can rewatch it and still have the same kind of fun for it. Still highly recommend. So it got my number four spot. I I should have given Luca a chance. For some reason, every time it came time for me to watch Luca, I had to be somewhere else. Why the kids watched (laughs) it. And then nobody wanted to watch it when I was ready. Oh well. Yeah, I will always watch a Pixar. (laughs) I have to say this next one, turning red, does not look interesting to me at all. But because it's Pixar, I'll watch it. Right. Right. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so my number four is uh, it's called The Green Knight. Mm. You guys see that? I saw previews for it. I didn't watch it. I didn't watch it. Yeah, was it good? I, I want to see it. It's <laughs> it's pretty it's pretty polarized. Um, like I saw once again, I saw this in theaters, and people beside me hated it, and they were just <laughs> like, "What in the world?" And then as I'm walking out of the theater, other people were like, "What did we just watch?" Like it's just real. <laughs> Real cerebral. It's, I mean, it's, it's a modern, well, not, I mean, it's still set in medieval times, but it's a modern rendition of a medieval poem. And so it basically, it's like you're watching medieval poetry and that interests me. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, But that won't interest your average person. And so I thought, Knowing that, and I've read a couple of different versions of the poem, and this is like a, a different translation, if you will. I thought it was amazing. The direction, the cinematography, the story, it's, the ending is awesome, but it is not for everybody. But I loved it. Really good. <laughs> cool. All right. Mine, this was this was tough. I saw like 32 movies this year, and a lot of them were terrible. Uh, <laughs> this one, I just enjoyed it. It was nobody. And yeah. I just I watched it three or four times already, and I just I, it's just a fun movie. Yeah, that's all there is to it. Odenkirk, so good. <laughs> so. Uh, it was surprisingly good. It, it was, was just yeah, one of those you know just for fun movies. Yeah, I just had a blast yeah. watching it, and uh, I like. I mean, Bob Odenkirk. He's he's just a likable guy, you know. Yeah, and it yeah. just kind of surprised me to see him in a role like this. So mm-hmm. that added, it was just a little extra added spice for me. So. I, th- I mean, he makes it. If it was like Bruce Willis, it wouldn't, I wouldn't have watched it. Right. And it wouldn't have been as good. Right. Uh, you know, there's, it, it's because it's Odenkirk. It's uh-huh. because you don't expect it. Like, and he, his performance just sells it. And the fights were great. Like if it was Tom Hanks, <laughs> it would be just as good because that's not like his role, you know? Right. I agree. I if it was Bruce Willis, it'd be straight to video. Right. Like the crap he's been doing for the last five years. Yeah. <laughs> I used to like Bruce Willis. I used to love him. He was great. He has been interesting. And, whew, right. He just puts out like four or five movies a year. And they're just like the same thing. Over he's just over phoning it in. He phones it in, man. That's it. Yeah. Right. All right. No, he just sets up a green screen in his basement. He's like, <laughs> he says his two lines of dialogue. And he's like, okay, I'm out. Right. Totally. <laughs> That's funny. All right. What 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 are we doing next? Is that number last? three? Okay, number three. Number three. Mm. 
So this one was a tough one for me because mm-hmm. my second and third uh, slot flip-flopped a lot. Mm-hmm. But I am going with Spider-Man No Way Home. Ooh. I've had a lot of time to digest it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's been out for a little over three weeks now, I believe. And I got to see it twice. So I was going to see it a third time. I still will. Mm-hmm. But it was it was fantastic. And it was, you know, fun comic book movie, big spectacle, big, gosh, big reveals. Mm-hmm. Yeah, big, big dramatic moments, which mm-hmm. I guess we'll get into in our conversation about No Way Home. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I thought it was fantastic and a good way to end up this trilogy of Spider-Man. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. all I'll say before we get into the discussion. I agree. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Sounds good. All right. So my number three is uh, Coda. Coda. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's I'd heard a lot of good reviews and it's basically what a lot of reviewers say is it's it's kind of a typical story it's kind of a tearjerker um and yet like it should be kind of cheesy but yet it, they just pull it off really well and 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 it was a it was a great movie my wife and i watched it not knowing too much what to expect and just it's not necessarily sad but it is kind of a tearjerker at the same time and yeah just bald and yeah wow. just really it's really good the acting's great it's like a lot of people you don't know because there are a lot of um deaf actors and yeah i really enjoyed it wow very cool. Mine, I, we don't even have to cover it because mine was Spider-Man No Way Home. Yeah. Nice. Uh, felt the same as Robert. So we can go to number two, which was Dude. two was tough for me. Yeah. Like I was saying, uh, the second and third spot from my list, it just kept flip-flopping. Mm-hmm. And this is tough to say. Marvel did three movies this year with varying quality. Still good to great, I think. But my number two spot, The Suicide Squad. Mm. That's awesome. <laughs> It was it was really good. It was, it was good. It was great. James Gunn yeah. over the top violence, oh, yeah. hilarious dialogue, good comedic and timing. Yeah, all, all the timing, all the actors were great. Yeah. I I was over. You know, guys, I was over Suicide Squad. I didn't give a crap about mm-hmm. the first movie. It was awful. Yeah. And Birds of Prey, eh, mm-hmm. it was forgettable. But this man, it it's. It stuck with me, and the the thirty days that it was on HBO Max before it went away for a while, yeah. um, I rewatched it two, uh, three and a half times. Wow, wow, that's awesome! I just kept thinking about like, oh, what about that scene? What about that scene? That was so yeah. awesome. And the the best trick is that it's kind of a soft reboot, but it also makes you care about these characters that were in the original one. Yeah. that nobody cared about <laughs> yeah. that were barely characters. It made you care about them. Yeah, like um. Uh, Rick Flagg, especially. He was he was the big one that mm-hmm. I did not give two craps about until I saw <laughs> this movie. And it was just, it was awesome. So I got it. I got to give DC props for that. Yeah. This is probably the only year this will ever happen. Right. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> yeah, it was a lot of fun. It's uh, it's funny. The, the one thing when I watched it that stood out that I, I'm like, that's stupid. I don't like that. Ended up being real. It was when she um, unlocks herself with her feet. Mm, and I yeah. like that, when I watched it, I'm like, that's dumb. And then I read like she totally did that herself. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that was my like only complaint, and I was wrong. So yeah, that's a good movie. <laughs> All right, number two, I'm gonna go. I, I've got a I've got a weird list this year. Um, I'm gonna go with a musical. I'm gonna do Tick Tick Boom. Really? Uh, huh. Andrew Garfield. Uh, goodness gracious, he's phenomenal in it. Like 
I know there's a lot of talk about Will Smith for King Richard or even Benedict Cumberbatch for Power of the Dog winning Best Actor, but it totally should be. I saw all three movies, and they're all good. They're all good performances, but Andrew Garfield and Tick, Tick, Boom blew me away. Um, yeah, and he's an amazing actor, but that's his best performance I've seen. Um, Robert, you and I are, like, matched. I picked Suicide Squad. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Wow. Um, I just found it to be a very fun movie. I really enjoyed it. I really enjoyed it, and like you, I watched it multiple times, and um, kept finding new jokes and new little parts to laugh at, and that's what I needed this year was some some laughter. So I picked yeah. that for my t- number two spot. <laughs> yeah, David Dasmakian is amazing in that; just a great scene scene stealer. There's so many small roles that are great, like Nathan Fillion and Flula Borg, but like and yeah. Nathan Fillion, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but like the Rat Catcher, like like being the heart and soul of the movie. I mean, she was awesome. I can't wait to see what she does next. Was it Daniela Melquire or something like that? Like, yeah, she's great. Yeah. yeah. No love for uh, Pete Davidson. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, man. I mean, it's hard to say them all. I mean, there's right. such a huge cast and, and it's all funny and it's all good. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that was great. I didn't know how they were going to pull off so many characters and then so many big name actors. Yeah, right. doing it, but it did. yeah, they they show you that that's not a problem, especially in the first twenty minutes. Right. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, number one, here it is. Mine is Dune. Oh, okay. yeah. I know, James. I know. No, it's okay. No, I'm not. I'm not judging. <laughs> you're you're totally fine. Go for it. It's it's just a well made movie. It's gotten me so excited for the sequel. See where this is going. And the Dune series is something that I had no interest in. And I always had friends that would talk about the books and the the old David Lynch movie and all these other adaptations. And just it, it just didn't appeal to me until I saw this movie and saw what they can do with that material. And I was just honestly blown away. That's one of them that stuck with me the most yeah. uh, after watching it and rewatching it. So I had to give it my number one spot. OK. Yeah, that's cool, man. Yeah, absolutely. I love that. It's in my top ten. And it's. Like Denny Villeneuve is like the one of the best, if not the best, working today. He's just so good. And I, when I heard he was going, as soon as I heard he was going to do it, I went out and bought it and, and read it. And and I liked it. Like it's 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 a it's a difficult read. There's a lot of different characters' names, and it's just it. You know, the first half, I'm like, what's going on? Um, yeah. and when I heard it was going to be two movies, I'm like, cool. Like I know exactly when they're going to stop. And then the second movie is going to be amazing. So the first movie's solid and the direction and the visual effects and the arts and, and the, the craft, you know, all, every craft category you can think of is off the charts and it's only going to be better in the second one. So, yeah, great movie. Nice. Good choice. I wondered if that makes one of your lists. Um, it's just outside of mine. So my number one, I'm going to have to do Spider-Man. It, uh, it met all my... It, how do I say it? Like it kind of like Endgame. Like it was completely satisfying. Mm. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, we'll talk more about it. Sweet. James. Sweet. Mine's probably going to shock you, but I did see a lot of movies and I, I think I'm basing mine on fun. Um, and I'm going to go with oh, Shang, no. Shang-Chi. No, it's not going to. Oh, not, okay. Yeah. No. It's not going to frighten you. I had, a, I had others that might have like Jungle Cruise, but that's way at the bottom. <laughs> I had I Care a lot. Remember that one? And Army oh, of gosh. Dead. But those those were like beyond the 10, you know. Um, but yeah, yeah Shang, Shang-Chi was fun. The visual effects, great origin story. Funny, but not cheesy. Love the fight scenes. 
Um, enjoyed, enjoyed, uh, I didn't know anything about this character. I'll be honest. And I enjoyed getting to know this character. Yeah, it was fun. It was a fun movie and I can't wait to see it again because I haven't seen it a second time. (laughs) (laughs) And I want to. (laughs) It would have been number five for me, but I watched it a second time and I didn't like it as much. I still love it. It's great. Simu Liu is great in the lead. Um, the, Daniel Destin Cretton is a kills it with the direction, but like the 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 final thing, like uh, the big fight at the end, mm-hmm. it just it kind of slows it down a little bit. Like uh, I thought it was rocking up until then. Like it's funny, the fights were like on the on the on the train or the bus or whatever, mm-hmm. and um, on the scaffolding. Like I mean, oh man, it's just so good. One thing after another, that it just kind of like slows down for me um mm. where it's still great and the end is still fine <clears throat> but it, it slows down enough to knock it out of my top five but it's yeah gotcha. it's good it's so surprising how good it was yeah yeah i i just like i liked it i can't wait to see more of that character and see what else they do mm-hmm. with him yeah he's a great lead i really mm-hmm. dug him we're going to the bad ones or are we going to the good yeah let's stick with movies and do the bad ones so these are like the worst right oh man <laughs> So James, five, you're five, too nice about it. I, I am not. There's one that I put a note in here. If a movie could be in the negative spot, it would be this one. There you go. So, uh, yeah. So, so five is the one, the one we're going to start with. Okay. Is the one you like the most out of like the most out of the ones you hate. (laughs) Then I did it right. Hate the least. How about that? You hate the least. Yeah. All right. Okay. All right. Who wants to go? Oh, I will. All right, Robert. Gladly. Gladly. I saw some <laughs> crap. Barb and Star go to Vista Del Mar. That looked terrible. And some people are putting it, like, critics, some people are putting their top ten of the year. I know. Yeah. It was awful. People pay oh. for it. <laughs> I, I gave you the movie, James. All right, I, I gave it to Jackie at least. Did and you she loved it. <laughs> yes. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. We watched it. it. Okay. It had no jokes, no sense of humor. <laughs> it was like, uh, you know how in Ghostbusters 2016, when they just want to just riff, that's like the whole movie. It felt like. Except it's like, it's it's two Karens just yeah. yelling at each other, like all this absurd stuff. And it's more frustrating than it is funny because there's no actual jokes. It's it's like, it's a, like a bad SNL skit that went on forever. Yeah. For two hours. For two hours. Yes. <laughs> Uh, exactly. Yeah, that's like, exactly what it was. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, surprising oh, wow. that uh, pissed me off the least. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Josh, what do you have? Uh, well, I'm, I'll preface this. I say this every year. I try not to watch bad movies. I love <laughs> hearing you guys talk about bad movies, but I, have a, I always have a hard time picking because there's things I like in all five of these. Um, but for the most part, they're the, they're the worst movies I watched. Um, I don't know what the, I don't know. I'll say, um, I'll say Cry Macho with Clint Eastwood. I, I really dig Clint Eastwood, but it was just, uh, I mean, Homeboy's like in his 90s now, and he's playing a character <laughs> probably in his, who's supposed to be in his 70s, and there's a big difference. I mean, that is a big difference. Like, he punches this, like, guy in his 20s or 30s and knocks him out and it and it looked like he was going to fall over 
just throwing the punch. Like it was, it was bad. And I read that he wanted to do this movie in the eighties, but he didn't feel like he was old enough. And I'm like, well, you missed it. You like, you should have done it in like the early two thousands or something because you were way too old for this. And like this girl who's like our age, um, like tries to seduce him. I'm like, no, this mm-hmm. is just, I, I, I'm sorry. I don't buy that. Like, <laughs> so yeah, 90 year old Clint Eastwood just doesn't cut it. You know, he just wanted to talk about pecans the whole time. Right. And talk to uh, his invisible president. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Mr. President. Oh, man. Yeah. No, I've kind of given up on Clint Eastwood. Mm -hmm. Even his directed movies, it's just like, he doesn't do more than one take. It's ridiculous. So it's just like, what are you doing, dude? Just retire. Enjoy your (laughs) life. He needs to retire. Yeah, that's funny. All right, James. So uh, uh, I watched Red Notice. Did you guys watch that one? I did. Yeah, and it's funny because it had a great cast. So I thought this this is a shoe in to be good. No, it was terrible. It was absolutely. <laughs> it was like a. It reminded me of, like of a Ocean's Eleven wannabe flick, kind of almost like a. It almost had like that Mission Impossible vibe, but it wasn't as exciting as Mission Impossible. It just it yeah, kept uh, yeah. it kept missing something. So I, I liked it, but I didn't. I was like kind of upset with it at the end. I'm like that just kind of let me down because I like all these actors, but I hate the story and I I, I hate the twist. Because it was totally predictable, in oh, my yeah. opinion. In I my really want Robert to watch that. I me, really, I really me too. <laughs> Did you I, see I haven't even heard of it, but oh, this intrigues me. That it's just like, you know, when you get a good director, you can get a good performance out of anybody. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But if you're saying that there's a good cast and it's still bad, yeah. Oh, yeah. that's interesting. It's Yeah, yeah so it's, it's <laughs> The Rock with Dwayne Johnson, Gal Gadot, and Ryan Reynolds as the leads. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, that movie. Okay. And Ryan Reynolds... Like, if it wasn't for him, it would be even worse than Mm -hmm. it is. He is hilarious in that. Like, almost everything he says is funny. Right. So he kind of saves it some. He, like, holds it up. Right. (laughs) And I've actually come to – I'm not, like, a Dwayne Johnson fan, but I I respect him. And I'll Mm -hmm. watch – like, Jungle Cruise watched that. Yeah. He was terrible in this. Yeah. And and Gal Gadot wasn't good. And, like, the story was bad. Like, the – they're they're trying to get these like yeah kind of national treasure oceans type things like these heists but like these artifacts and they're supposed to be these Cleopatra has these fancy eggs that are like you know Fabergé eggs that are huge and they mm-hmm. are hideous it looks like if you like they straight up look like you would see them in an antique store mm-hmm. and they'd be made of plastic and be you know twenty five <laughs> yeah. cents and they're like these are priceless these are from <laughs> Cleopatra's days and. They still look pristine and brand new and straight from a farmer's market. Oh, brother. Like, oh, man, it was, yeah, good yeah, choice. it's just. <laughs> good choice. That would have been on your bottom five. I guarantee it, Robert. Yeah, it would have. Oh, probably. Yeah. From the sounds of it. <laughs> All, All right. right. Number four, least hated. Uh, well, this one, I'm cheating a little bit because this is a straight-to-video animated Batman movie, but oh. Batman, Soul of the Dragon. Oh, <laughs> So, okay, they do the animated Batman movies because they want to have different people tell their version of Batman or continue from, you know, the old TV series. And uh, the twist on this one is basically put Batman in this movie about Kung Fu, but he's not really the main character. Mm, You have this other guy who's a Kung Fu master that's better than him. And it's just like this weird, like, black exploitation twist 
Huh. On <laughs> Batman being goofy, going to Japan and like, I don't know, it's, it's just so ridiculous. And it, the animation <laughs> is horrible. The voice acting is awful. And it's just like, it's not a good Batman story. And what I'm lenient with my Batman stories because like, there's some crazy crap yeah. in the comics. Is this like one of the like DVDs you would get with the Batman toys if you got it at Toys R Us? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah. Because those are always terrible. (laughs) Yeah. This one, I was like, I'll give it a chance. But it was just, it was no fun. The action sucked. (laughs) There's there's nothing to look at, really, with the animation that makes it special or stand out. Mm -hmm. It's almost like they wanted to go with, like, this 70s, like, espionage uh, feeling. But it feels more like a a parody, like Austin Powers meets Batman. No, that's not good. Yeah. (laughs) It was. And they leave it on a cliffhanger like they're going to do an actual sequel. It's like, no, dude. <laughs> that's high hopes how about you josh what's your i'm gonna say and i don't this is borderline because some movies that came out like like i know for like oscars they went up to like march or i guess the end of february or something like that mm. some of those movies are technically 2021 but they're considered 2020 so this one I, I think was on the 2021 side of that border. Um, but anyways, it's Cherry with Cherry. Tom Holland. Oh, uh, I think I saw. Is that the one they have the orbs around their head? No, no, that no. one looked really bad. My bad, because um, that one was bad. <laughs> yeah, no, this one is he's a drug addict, and it oh. just like I like Tom Holland, and that's why I watched it. It's actually the the Russo brothers directed it. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Um, surprisingly, the cinematography was great. Um, and it just was disappointing. It's not necessarily bad. It's just not good, uh, in my opinion. Like it just it just was. Yeah, it just was missing something. It tried to be deeper than it was. Wow. Yeah, I was thinking of Chaos Walking. That's what I was thinking. Yeah, yeah, yeah uh, no, that was bad. terrible. Yep. Yeah, no, James, I don't know if you talked about it with me, but I talked about it. Uh, oh, yeah. Because uh, it was like February, March. Right, right. right. I think we but, did. Yeah, they made some weird choices, especially the ending. You know, it's supposed to be old man Tom Holland. It's just like, get another actor. He still looks like he's like maybe early 30s at the oldest. Yeah. And he's supposed to be Didn't getting out of jail like 40 years later or something. And they gave him like a mustache to make him look older. <laughs> yeah, there was some questionable decisions. Like, it could have been way better. Yeah, give the Russo brothers a comic book movie or an action movie or maybe a comedy, but not that. Like, mm. like it had some good craft. But it just it wasn't there. I think we I think we talked about it before on okay. our podcast. So yeah. All right, James. The humans. Did you guys see this one? No, I've heard about it. I mean, the cast like that's what reeled us in is it's got like Amy Schumer. It's got and she she has some funny moments in it. Uh, it's got Stephen uh, Young from um, The Walking He's Dead. Uh, yeah. Richard Jenkins, who's been around forever. He's um, great. And then the other three, I, I don't know who they are. There's like old ladies, but I think um, Beanie. Fieldstein, who played yes. Monica Lewinsky, and she actually was good in that little Bill Clinton Monica Lewinsky miniseries, yeah. but um, not in this. This was like this was like like being the fly on the wall watching someone's first awkward Thanksgiving where they don't have any furniture yet. Their apartment has got black mold. The dad's like a structural engineer, and he's like going around looking at all these like pipes and stuff, and like you can totally tell like they make it seem like something bad's gonna happen. The whole movie. Is it also the apocalypse outside or something? 
Is it like that? They make it seem like that, but no, it's not. It's like a really? snowstorm coming. It's basically Thanksgiving, Thanks. and they're like, oh, it's like you're listening to your grandparents. Better get home if that sun- snowstorm gets here. You know, oh, snow- snowstorm's coming. Better, better get home. Like, that's <laughs> how it is the whole time. And you're like, okay, something bad's going to happen. Something bad's going to happen. And then there's like a lady upstairs who sounds scary, kind of. And light bulbs keep bursting. So they're like, oh, there's some like poltergeist activity going on. It's going to be good, you know? <laughs> and then. Like, you keep hearing a woman up or someone upstairs, like, freaking out, right? And, like, all of a sudden, like, nothing happens at all. And then, like, they have a, a lady with dementia. She she kind of loses it here and there and uses the B word a lot. But uh, other than that, like, nothing happens until, like, the very end. And you're like, oh, it's going to happen. And something creepy does happen. All the lights get turned off. The old man, um, you know, he confesses he has this affair or some crap with, like, a teacher or something. But no one cares. And they're all downstairs worried about the bl- blizzard. And he ran back up to get a dish or something. And this ghost comes in, we think. And it's, like, messing with him. But then it doesn't mess with him anymore. And then they leave. <laughs> And then they just show this empty room and like he props the door open and then the ghost just closes it. And that's the end of the movie. You're like, what the crap did I just do? Watch. I don't even know. (laughs) I came to interrupt you. Oh, no. (laughs) My wife's here. I came to interrupt because it wasn't a it wasn't a story. It was a character study, and you were supposed to be watching each character. I don't care. And what they're going. It was like through. one of the worst Thanksgivings ever. I don't care. But, that, but that's what was interesting about it. She found it interesting. Was that I have an anthropology each, degree? It was terrible. Each person was in their own world, and you get just a glimpse of these people. So and I, he thought it was totally boring, but I thought it was interesting. Whatever, Amy. Okay. Schumer, Amy Schumer makes one great joke about how they're going to get an old lady because they, they have this old lady upstairs in a wheelchair, right? And they only have this spiral staircase. And she's like, how do I get her down? Do I just throw her down the steps? And it, that was the only funny joke in the whole thing. Instead, no, she has to go out the door through this like creepy hall and down this creepy elevator. That's how they get the old lady up and down. It, it's crazy. Well, we'll just leave her up there. <laughs> that would have been funnier. And, 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 and by they her, do. I mean Amy Schumer. Oh, <laughs> yes, no, I'm not an Amy Schumer fan. You lost me on that one. Sorry, it's all right. But that was uh, what number was that for me? Number four. That was number four. Yeah, that was number four. That was, that, that was a good rant, James. I'm proud of you. That was oh, great. That was wonderful. Oh, when you see it, you're gonna give me a better one. I'm not gonna see that. I know you're not. <laughs> number three. Bottom three. Yeah, yeah. Number three. Ooh. Yeah. This was an easy one to to throw on my worst list. I was expecting this to be bad. Monster Hunter. Uh. James, you didn't like it. Have it on record that you said the trailer makes it look good. (laughs) And my gosh, that was horrible. You hated it? (laughs) Yeah. It had nothing to do with the video game first off. So they're just doing it for name recognition. Okay. Uh, It's Mila Jovovich and her husband who, you know, they both did the terrible movies. Yeah. They've done so many terrible movies over the last 25 years. Yeah. And it's just this. This is like the bottom of the barrel. They don't have characters. Mm -hmm. They have caricatures. Yeah. And it's just like the everything is mindless about it. The action's not fun. It's a bunch of shaky cams. So it doesn't. it's trying to hide that it's not like actually good, like actual uh, fighting choreography. <laughs> um, it, it makes no sense. Even in its own little universe, it doesn't make sense. And then at the end, you know, they're gearing up for a sequel, which. <laughs> 
<laughs> How can you make a sequel out of this? There was like it's a two-hour movie and barely anything happens. Yeah, that's true. Mila Jovovich is just walking through the desert, like scared of these dinosaur things. Like that's basically <laughs> that's it. Much, that's, that's the story. They yeah. go into the a, trailer, another universe. <laughs> the very first trailer where it was just kind of like showing glimpses. It was like a teaser trailer. I agree with James. I thought it looked good. And then the second trailer came out and they're showing all these jokes and stuff. I'm like, wow. And I've had a couple different chances where I'm like, I'm going to watch that. And I just never can bring myself to do it. And so now I'm just kind of done. I don't think I'm going to check it out now. <laughs> I did watch it. <laughs> I didn't yeah, think it was, it was too bad. It was one of James's number 42 tied for fifth best movie of the year. <laughs> it's, it's still not one of the worst. <laughs> That's the sad part. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Dang. It's like, it has the sensibilities of an action movie from the 90s, mm-hmm. yeah. which is like, you can't just stick with that and just throw like expensive CGI at it. You have to make like a story and characters, you know, like a real movie. Mm-hmm. Just saying. Just saying. Yeah. All right. I'm going to go with this one's hard. This one's painful. I wanted it like it's painful that I have to put it on here. Like I, I want my like, kind of avoid putting this on here because there's so many things I like about it. But it's probably the most disappointing movie I saw this year. Whoa. Um, and that's Annette, oh. um, which is, we were talking about Sparks Brothers. And this is mm-hmm. they Sparks wrote the movie, wrote the music for it. And I was totally excited the the single they released off it before the movie was great yeah I mean, adam driver marion cotillard did you did you watch it robert no it's been on my queue since it came out and i'm just like i want to watch something else right now i just yeah. can't push myself to do it yet so the the first song in the movie the, the movie opens up with the song that they released the so may we start and the yeah. beginning is fantastic it, like that opening sequence is amazing and then Adam Driver and Marion Cotillard are just perfect. They're really good, but it's just weird. And which is it sparks. I mean, it's going to be weird, but it like, it becomes too monotonous. Like they, they wrote a really great song for, so may we start, but then it's just kind of like, they're going for rock opera mm. without good melodies. Like, it's just kind of like they're talking in monotone sing song, it's terrible. but they're not really melodies. And, 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 and that really gets old after a while. Sure. And I mm. wanted to like it. I really did. I understand why some people might like it. It just, it was, it was too difficult of a watch for me, if that makes sense. And it just was disappointing because it was so much potential. Um, I'd like to see them try again, you know, if they get an opportunity. Uh, and once again, I've watched that beginning a couple see couple times. It's so great. Uh, yeah. So it was just disappointing because I wanted it to be good. Yeah. I saw the music video for that, uh, first song, but that's all I've seen about the movie other than the trailers. Yeah. And it's, you know, I, I want it to be good. So I'll give it a, a chance on my own, but. You know, if it doesn't end up, if it ends up disappointing me a little bit, I'll be a little sad because they've had so many, the Sparks have had so many projects over the years yeah. where they wanted to make a movie yeah. or a TV show or something and it always fell through. And like, this is like their chance finally. Yeah. So it would kind of bum me out if I <laughs> didn't like it. Yeah. When, when the documentary was talking about them almost making a movie with Tim Burton during yeah. Tim Burton's height. That would have been perfect. Like, that is so disappointing that that didn't happen. Yeah. That would have been a great pairing. Absolutely. All right, James. All right. I didn't expect this one to be good, but I was hoping it would be fun. And it was a gunpowder milkshake. Yeah. Did you guys see that one? What? Yeah. I wanted to watch it, but then I couldn't. I mean, it had a pretty decent cast. I mean, you had uh, Karen Gillian and Lena Haley. And I mean, it, it was a pretty strong female cast, too. Yeah, it's just about this girl who's like a 
like a hitman, you know, and um, there's like this uh, hop shop, what do they call it, milkshake place that she goes to where she uh, meets some of her uh, clients, I guess, that hire her and her mom left her when she was a kid. And I guess her mom was a hitman. She's on the run and like they have to like work together and it, there's some fun parts, but it was just really kind of, it didn't hit the mark. It was just like yeah. constant there's let down. Many, there's too many of these John Wick wannabes. Yeah. Yeah. It was that. It uh, felt like that. It's just, yeah. Where they're, they're trying to do a similar action style and a similar story and it's just not well, the same. And Atomic Blonde did it. I think they did a pretty good job. It's not my favorite film, but it's better than this. Nobody. But yeah, nobody. Bob Odenkirk that did it. Yeah, but, nobody. Yeah, but yeah, but yeah, this one just let me down. I was just like, oh, why did I watch it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I almost watched it, but I heard all these terrible reviews, and I'm like, yeah, I'm not gonna do it. <laughs> I don't even think I heard about it. I was just you're not missing. No, you're not missing. I think it got bad reviews, like. Cause I keep, I watched it the day it came out, like the day it dropped, boom, watched it, and yeah. then like the next day, everyone's like, "Don't waste your time." Right. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I heard so, that from everywhere, and I think you told me that too. But like, I think I think Squid yeah. Game came out too, so like everyone was all over that, so it got kind of pushed to the wayside. I can't remember yeah. if it was around the same time or not. Second okay. worst. Oh boy. This was an easy one. This was going to be on my bottom five. I knew it. Um, it squeaked out. It was almost number one. Venom, let there be carnage. It's so terrible in so many regards. And I honestly, James, you'll have to remind me if I talked about it on the podcast or not. <laughs> you, you talked about There's, how bad it was. <laughs> yeah. So I, I, won't, I won't repeat everything that I said, but actors sucked. Dialogue. You couldn't even hear what the Venom symbiote was saying half the time. Uh, <laughs> Freaking... Oh my gosh. It it was just awful. And somehow it was even worse than the first one. <laughs> I don't know. And the whole thing about trying to connect it to Spider Man with the post credits. Yeah. yeah. Obviously that's not gonna work and it doesn't make any freaking sense. It doesn't make sense at all. Yeah. They say it's like, oh, well, they went into the uh, – like fans are making up excuses for it. Right. Right. Which is like, oh, when they went into the new universe, the Venom symbiote talked with the hive mind and knows who Spider-Man is in this universe, even though there's no Spider-Man in the Venom. It's like, what? Shut up, dude. Yeah. (laughs) It's just – oh, my gosh. Uh, Woody Harrelson is the worst, too. Surprisingly, he is the worst part of that movie. Oh, he absolutely. I, I totally agree. And they could easily yeah. bring Venom in with a Fantastic Four uh, end scene where, you know, they're coming home from space and it just hitches a ride on their rocket. That's all they have to do. You could know have been I mean? so easy, but Sony it's is... so easy. <laughs> Sony, Sony is Sony and people saw these movies, unfortunately, <sighs> like I did. And I, I regret every moment of it. Oh, <laughs> but... I... There's something I, I worse it than the first one. I liked. The, I thought it wasn't as bad as the first one. <laughs> what about the rave scene? <laughs> oh yeah, and I didn't even see the movie, and I know it was bad. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my second worst is I'm gonna go the woman in the window. Oh, I saw that too. Yeah, it it uh, Amy Adams, Julianne Moore, and it was just phoned in. Like they're not like. You expect more from them. Mm-hmm. And the story is like really straight up Hitchcockian, like trying mm-hmm. to be, I mean, it's too much Hitchcockian. Uh, it's basically a rear window movie. And uh, um, the end was cheese ball city. Yep. Um, yeah, it was ridiculous. So 
That's it. That movie, yeah, I saw it. It was sad. I wanted it to be better. Yeah. But Dang. it's still not my worst. What's your second worst? Because I have kids and I have to watch these. They begged me to watch Yes Day. Oh. Oh, it's terrible. It was the worst movie I've ever seen, what? I think. Yeah. It's called Yes Day. What the heck is Jennifer it? Jennifer Garner so, family film. Ah, <laughs> yeah. uh, same. So, um, <laughs> it's this day because they always say no, right? The parents always say no. And they're like, you know, we always say no. We should have a day where we only say yes. And my kids are like, that's a great move. That's a great idea. Let's see how this works out. And it works out terrible. And I tell the kids, this is why we can't always say yes to you. Yeah, it was actually not done well at all. And um, the cast was just funky and unfunny. And I wanted to leave, but, you know, you got to spend time with your kids sometimes. Yeah. Just got to do it and just power through. Right. <laughs> two questions, two questions, James. And this would have saved the movie for me just based off of the premise that you told me. What's that? Did they do either of these things in the movie? Did the kids ask to rob a bank? No. And the parents say yes. <laughs> they didn't? No. All right. That's one, that's one strike against it. They do still an what ice about... cream truck, I think. I'm just kidding. What about what about drugs? No, no drugs. <laughs> the kids ask for drugs. Only ice and cream. Don't say yes. Only ice cream and and hitchhiking a uh, theme park. <laughs> what? Not hitchhiking. Hijacking a theme park. <laughs> all right, all right. Because that would be like I think it would be actually interesting things. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. that would really test a parent. They could have taken, uh, taken okay. a step further. No. They didn't push the boundaries. You made a good point, Robert. That's what made this movie terrible. That could have been a heist movie, like a family fun <laughs> comedy heist movie is we have to rob a bank. And oh. You have to say yes. Hello. Let's do it. That's wrong. We'll edit that out. I'll take 10% of whatever Jennifer Garner makes. Oh, absolutely. Take it out of her salary. Oh, my goodness. All uh, right. The worst one. All right. Before oh. I get into my worst one, I just have to give the honorable mention uh, to... One that just squeaked out of my bottom five. Oh. SpongeBob SquarePants movie, Sponge <laughs> on the Run. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't even watch this with my kids. <laughs> oh, no. I knew I was going to hate it. And I'm not a big SpongeBob. I, I was I was born too, too far back to really be right. a SpongeBob fan. Mm-hmm. in its heyday but i like respect it from afar right but then the creator died and they're making all these movies and sure. a prequel show without him and all this other stuff and you can tell it's just it feels hollow mm. like it feels like a, a cash grab for people to sign up for paramount plus <laughs> and it's just like even I, I i've even seen the first spongebob movie in like a couple episodes i know this has been like told before so they're not even doing new stuff (laughs) they're just repeating a lot of the same stuff that they've done before so honorable mention to that one my worst movie of 2021 was space jam a new legacy oh my gosh that's awesome (laughs) (laughs) it was oh my gosh terrible Okay. It's mine too. So, I'm just going to say it. <laughs> it's just what, acting. What were they thinking? You can't get an athlete to actually act. Right. Never. Never ever. <laughs> Even in the first one. It was kind of funny because Michael Jordan was trying. But then throw in his whole family? Oh, Make yeah. his son like the next big character? Yeah. Yeah. It's like, oh my gosh, this is hard to watch. Everybody is phoning it in mm-hmm. and they try to throw in like Looney Tunes stuff is not funny or mm-hmm. fun to watch. Mm-hmm. Uh, Don't you be careful. 
John and Don Cheadle's a great actor, but he's terrible in that. Yep. Yeah, he is. I, I felt so bad for him that I was like, eh, he probably made a lot, whatever. Yeah. Uh, but like they they try to throw in all these other universes from Warner Brothers because they own Looney Tunes and all this other stuff, and it just it's so bad. It, it felt Saturday morning. Like Saturday morning yeah, not like in production, a good like like Mr. T's Saturday morning special. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> it <was> exactly. <laughs> oh, but wow. it wasn't satisfying. The ending wasn't really earned. Like it didn't make sense. And they have all this technology, and they had a lot of time, honestly, mm-hmm. because the pandemic shut everything down and delayed this. They could have had time to, I don't know, make jokes. Yeah. Make something interesting and fun with the Looney Tunes because they've kind of been dormant. Right. At least of what I've seen. Uh, but they don't. Mm. They they use it for this cash grab, horrible movie. And like people made a big deal about Lola Bunny, you know, not being sexy anymore or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's not even that. It's just mm. she's not really a character. No. Yeah. She's just so plain. They're all so plain. And it's just they're throwing so much at you. And it just is nauseatingly bad. Yeah, I agree. So. I almost couldn't finish it. And. That's the movie that I said. If there was a negative position, that's where it would end up. <laughs> uh, it was a it was a lot, so yeah. I had to give it my number one spot. Okay, and let me just add this: I hated it so much. I loved the first Space Jam movie as a kid. It made me hate that. Oh, whoa! <laughs> when it bleeds into hating another movie, oh, yeah. that's bad. In retrospect, it made me hate it because I was like, "Oh my gosh, this is just what they did with the first <laughs> one." How did I not know so when I was a kid? And then I rewatched. I was like, "Oh my!" Because you're a kid. Yeah, you yeah. It was still fun though. <laughs> yes. To a degree, this one yeah. wasn't fun at no, all. No, so. it wasn't fun. <laughs> I agree. All right, Josh. I guess that leaves you since I have the same one. All right. Um, those who wish me dead. Oh yeah. I'm one of them. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Jolie as a firefighter who yeah. has hit men and they are trying to kill her during a fire. Right. It's weird. There's just stupid yeah. stuff going on in that movie. That whole scene with the truck, you know what I'm yeah. talking about? And the parish, the yeah. parish. Oh my gosh, come on. And she's yeah. like, I'm one of the boys type of attitude. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, it was. Angelina has like some movies where she can be really good but mm-hmm. most movies she phones it in right this was one of those and it's just uh and john berthal was in it too and you're just like oh, i love berthal i know I love what um but yeah Ugh. dang yeah that movie was rough i agree i, I forgot that so i actually watched 33 movies this year because i didn't even put that oh. one on my list <laughs> <laughs> oh, all right cool james all right and james is the same as you space jam Yep, I was the same as you. That was I know, my... but I want to. I want to hear it in your words. <laughs> how, how awful it was! How I could I almost couldn't finish it. I almost walked out like eight times. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it was it was pretty bad. Like I and I I didn't have like high hopes for it because like a I'm not I'm not into sports that much anyway. Um, yeah, I do like the Looney Tunes. I've always loved them. I grew up with Looney Tunes. It's all we had. Yeah. You know, I was just kind of sad to not enjoy it um and there wasn't even like a moment where i was like yeah you know oh this animation is pretty good or there was nothing to hold on to that i felt like was done well it just felt like it was thrown together as this project like let's just throw this together and get it out as fast as we can that's what it felt like and i just don't think it was a good uh end result 
Um, the, the Animaniacs series has done way better <laughs> than, than yeah. this movie. Um, so that's pretty sad. I'd rather watch Animaniacs as Space Jam New Legacy any day. Yes, let the hate flow through you, Jane. <laughs> yes, it did. <laughs> oh, well. <laughs> All right. Before we get into TV, um, is there any honorable mentions, either way, good, bad, that you guys want to do? Yeah, go ahead. I mean, honorable, honorable mention. Let me look here. Hold on. You know what? Um, I did an honorable mention last year. The Gentleman from Guy Ritchie. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Guy Ritchie started off strong, and then he went so commercial and lame for a while. Uh, but I thought last year, I'm like, The Gentleman's great. So I threw that in as an honorable mention. Well, this year, uh, Wrath of Man is another Guy Ritchie movie that I'll give an honorable mention. It, um, it surprised me. It was really good. I'm not a big Jason Statham fan, and it's not a typical Guy Ritchie film, but it's, uh, it's a pretty solid movie. Cool. Yeah. Cool. How about you, Where's Robert? the chance? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What about you what? guys? Honorable mentions, James. Oh, uh, you know it's funny. Um, there was one that Sam really wanted to watch called Free Guy uh, with Jason. Uh, is it Jason Lee? No, it's not. Uh, it's Ryan Reynolds. Ryan Reynolds. Jason, Jason Lee. My Jason gosh, Lee. what happened to Jason Lee? <laughs> anyway, uh, Free Guy was funny. I enjoyed it. Um, I didn't know anything about it going into it, which I kind of like, because um, I didn't see any of the previews for it or anything, but Sam was all about it, and he wanted to watch it, and he begged. I didn't watch any. There was commercials everywhere. I didn't see them. They, there was a huge was push for that. Really? Yeah. I, I must yeah, not, yeah. I must not have been watching. I must have been just <laughs> doing my work. But yeah, so uh, that one was good, and then uh, the Fear Street series on Netflix, uh, the new Mortal Kombat, and then the Eternals. Um, I liked all those, but they just didn't. Oh, and then Corella which I forgot about. Was that 2020 or is that 2021? I can't remember. It's 2021. So yeah, there was a few of them. There was a few good movies that didn't make it um, to my list. Oh, and then there's one called The Little Things with Rainy Malik, which, and um, is that The Little Things with uh, yeah. Denzel? Yeah. I actually liked that one too, but can't fit oh, them all geez. in, man. Can't fit them all in. <laughs> you didn't like that movie? No, okay. It's it's just that it's so boring. It's boring. like it's, it's not, okay, not not boring, boring, but like yeah, it's slow. Buddy cop drama, yeah. Denzel, kind of boring. Right. Uh, but oh my gosh, have you seen it, Josh? No, I, I couldn't bring myself <laughs> to watch it. I was really? I was bored with the preview. Oh, <laughs> okay. Wow. I want I want to give away the ending because it was the most satisfying part <laughs> of the movie. Go ahead. Yes. Go ahead. Rami Rami Malek kills Jared Leto with a shovel. <laughs> yeah. It was so like, oh my gosh, thank you. It was very, it was very Breaking Bad. I want to watch Jared Lynn. Yeah, that sounds great. That's like up there with uh, when when Uh, Brad Pitt destroys his face in Fight Club. Right. Yeah. 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 Which, uh, by the way, they delayed Morbius again. They did. Uh, I know. Saw that on April first. No. Sorry, I, I don't like Jared Leto. Oh, that's I, so I do not like him. He's good that's right. in some things. He's not. It's not worth all the crap that he does, and he's so yeah. full of himself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I know I have to tread lightly because he has like a cult, but whatever. Ooh, right. No, you're, you're, we agree with you. Go ahead. We've got okay. your back. <laughs> What's your honorable mentions? Uh, I, I, I got I to gotta double down on Cruella, like James said. Okay. It was really good, and I don't like a lot of these Disney live adaptations. This was more, you know, free reign because it was a prequel and uh oh my gosh 
yeah, it was just really fun. Dang. On the other side, I was going to say little things as the bad one. But, <laughs> That's uh, fine. You can. I don't care. <laughs> this one kind of broke my heart. Okay. Not broke. Oh. Okay. I, I won't be so dramatic because it was better than it. It was better than it could have been. Oh. But there was still a lot of cheese in it. <laughs> uh, Ghostbusters Afterlife. Oh. Uh, I haven't seen it yet. I haven't either. It, it goes way too far with the fan appreciation yeah. uh, just throwing everything out there for fan service uh but there's there's still like interesting characters in there and like i want to see more of that mm. instead of like you know doubling down on connecting it to all the two other yeah. ghostbusters movies and it's just like it could have been more when the final trailer came out and you see paul rudd going through the walmart i'm like oh <laughs> so there's okay there's there's some things that uh yeah. maybe don't really fit yeah. and, and it, it really feels like it's in my opinion trying to be two movies where it's trying to appeal to the fans mm-hmm. too much and then it's trying to be a new movie with new characters and new setting and trying to be its own different thing mm-hmm. yeah and unfortunately the fan service wins out oh. i say i say unfortunately that's sad yeah because it's it's just it's too much yeah. All right. I still want to see it, but yeah, I haven't seen it yet. And I've kind of heard that take on it as well. So, yeah, I just I had hopes for it uh, before. I mean, when the first trailer came out freaking two years ago right. and just the delay just made me kind of simmer down my expectations. And then, yeah, I'm just like it's watchable. It's not like the 2016 <laughs> one. Right. right. But yeah. Yeah. All right. Are we good? We're good. We're good. All right. TV shows. All right. Number five. Number five. This is going to be mostly you guys because That's like right. we talked about before we started recording, I believe, I only saw like seven shows okay. in 2021. All right. All right. I was focusing more on uh, the movies and that was uh, it was a wild range of movies for me. OK, but I'm just going to throw it out there. My favorite. And then I'll let you guys talk okay. is uh, what we do in the shadow season three. Ah. Nice and easy. It's always good. good pick, man. That's three years running for you, right? That's awesome. That's for number What's one, that? I think it is. Three yeah. years running for you for your number one show. I think so. So, and it's so it's so rewatchable. I oh. went back and rewatched the first season and second season after the third season ended. Yeah. It's just it's the best show on television right now. Mm-hmm. It really is. Like I don't even feel like it's that close. Yeah. Oh man! <laughs> all, right, all right, James, number five. What do you got? This was hard, man, because I saw a lot, and then Cobra Dude. Kai came out, and I just like binged the whole thing, and I wanted what to did? throw it in here at Cobra Kai. Oh yeah, you know yeah. they they <laughs> they threw it in there last minute, and we were able to do it before the end of the year, and it was good. I enjoyed it, um, but it didn't make the list this year. Um, and then I saw Midnight Mass, and that was incredible. But uh, Loki is my number five. All right. What does that say about my list? <laughs> yeah, and good. And I loved Loki. It was so good. How All about right. you? Number five is Invincible. Ah, cool. So great. Mm-hmm. Good choice. Mm-hmm. So great. Blew me away. I like you compare it to The Boys. I think it's heads and shoulders above The Boys. Me too. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Me too. All right, number four. Far. Number four for me was WandaVision. Um, loved it. It shocked me. It surprised me. Got me to care about two characters I didn't care about. <laughs> yeah. and, and now I'm like, wow, I really like those characters. No, I love those characters. And yeah. got my wife <laughs> to actually enjoy something Marvel, which was amazing. Right. Mm-hmm. The uh, same person that liked Barb and Star. Right. <laughs> <Yeah>. right. <laughs> and the humans. And, and the, the humans. humans. Oh, jeez, what's she thinking? <laughs> 
my number four is the only Marvel show I have in my top five. Uh, they're all good, but but I'll say Loki is my number Loki, four. Cool. I thought Loki was a blast, man. It so was, good, man. It so was. Well, it really was, and it's a shame that I guess somebody did statistics on it, and most people didn't get past the first two episodes. Right. Oh. I know. They need to keep going. Give it a try. Just do it. It, it picks up so much from there. There's so oh. much. Yeah. Yeah. And it's so satisfying. It really is. Um, my number three was Invincible. Yeah. Uh-huh. There you go. I was okay. impressed with yeah. the the storylines, the cartoons, uh, the voice acting. Um, I liked where it went, and it, it kept breaking my heart. Man. Yeah. Oh, enjoyed it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm really excited that I got picked up for two more seasons. Sometimes mm-hmm. a show, you know, the first season's so great, and then it gets picked up, and you're kind of excited, but you're kind of scared. Yeah. Because it's to be as good. But that one, like, I feel like it could just keep going and be solid for a long time. And J.K. Simmons is the standout for me. They're <laughs> yeah. all great. Stephen Yen is great, but like J.K. Simmons is just perfect as Omni Man. Yeah, no, I I get what you're saying, Josh, because like I always get flashbacks of like, oh, they just announced Rick and Morty is going to be on for ten more years or whatever, <laughs> yeah. hundred more episodes. I'm like, oh my gosh, that's that's too much. That's too yeah. much. Mm-hmm. Two seasons though is fair, right? Yeah, yeah, right. yeah, yeah. All right, uh, number three. This is. Always in my top five. Uh, it has yet to reach number one. I thought this year it would make it, but it didn't do it. Uh, but that's what we do in the shadows. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. Like I always, yeah. I, I love that show. It's just so good. Mm-hmm. All right. Number three, or number two, James. Number two. Right. Now I hope it is my hope that this is a twenty uh, twenty one because I have a horrible memory. But the Mandalorian. <laughs> nope. It's not? Oh, well, that's okay, because I have a backup. <laughs> <laughs> now I can move up. Don't don't say Book of Boba Fett. No, I didn't. No, that I didn't. is not starting off It's well. not. It really isn't. Yeah. Um, and, 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 but we're only one episode, you know, so. No, two. I haven't There's seen two. the second one yet. I haven't watched it's, the second one yet. It's better, but it's. Um, I just kind of said, what's with his teeth? Like. He definitely got them. Huge white teeth. Yeah. And why does he keep taking the helmet off? Just keep the helmet on. You're freaking Boba. Sorry, go ahead. Yeah, they're they're not living. They're not living by the code. Um, but all right. But all I'm. Did you guys see Sweet Tooth? No, you told me to. It was good. I was like, very very good. So I had a backup. Robert, I'm with you, man. Was that? Yeah, James kept talking about it. I was just like, I can't. I don't want to. There's there's (laughs) so many other things. It was shockingly good. Yeah, but you know, give it a try. Yeah, I back to Boba Fett. I keep thinking of you, Robert. I'm like, you called this. You were like, I don't care about this. And it's like living up to your standards. So. <laughs> <laughs> I got to go on a, a tangent because I just watched the second episode. Uh, I won't give I anything didn't... away, but it's basically Boba Fett versus Stockholm Syndrome. Oh, no. <laughs> um, it, it's just <laughs> perfect. The, it's perfect. It, the second episode, if they don't pick up after this, I'm going to be really disappointed because it seems like they have such an enormous scope of things that they can do with the Mandalorian, mm-hmm. but such a tiny scope yeah. of what they're yeah. doing with Boba Fett. Well, and, yeah. and if I was doing this, it wouldn't be that hard. I would just have him be a bounty hunter again. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, why does he have to be some sort of system lord? <laughs> it's given him it's but the thing is it's not focusing on that it, right it, it keeps jumping from him as a lord to him as a captive like mm-hmm. and it's spending way too much time on this sand people storyline and it's right. just like i don't care like just wrap that up and move on like, sure yeah it's just it, yeah they're really 
trying to milk it and force something. And it's crazy. Yeah. John Favreau again, like, but it's just it's the same people, like Dave Filoni and everybody behind Mandalorian. It's just not the same. Mm. Yeah. Um, yeah. All right, number two. I am a late bloomer on this one. I didn't watch this until recently, but I loved it and felt it fit the hype. And that's Squid Game. Oh. I had okay. a pass- oh. oh no. You didn't like it. <laughs> no. <laughs> I had an absolute blast with it. I thought it. I thought it. Lived up to the expectations for me. Wow. On a scale from 1 to 100, guess what I would rate it? Oh. <laughs> Zero. 69. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> well, I loved it. That's awesome. Unapologetically. Go for it. Uh, my, my number one was what we do in the shadows this year. It was just funny. It was just so funny to me. I, I loved everything that happened. I loved the uh, they took some risks, and I feel like those risks paid off because they uh, they kind of hurt some of the risks <laughs> that they took. Um, so I appreciate the uh, them going that far, and um, and then you know kind of safely bringing us back a bit and giving us hope, like a ray of hope, a strange ray of hope. Just a little bit. <laughs> That's interesting where they're going to go with this. this is going <laughs> yes, by changing it up. Like, I, I trust them. Like, sometimes they change it up too much. You're just like, what? Uh-huh. But this is, it's going to be good still. Yeah. So there's just great characters, great writing. Such a good show. <laughs> I guess we're in the bottom five now, aren't we? Are you... No, I got my Oh, you got yours. What is, what is, your, what is it? Liz? Yeah, so this is one that I doubt either one of you watched. And if you did, I'm not sure if you would even like it. Uh, <laughs> but oh, I, loved, I loved it. Uh, it's Only Murders in the Building. Huh. It's Steve Martin. Oh, and my brother Short. told me about this. Yeah, okay. It's uh, I, first of all, I love Steve Martin. Um, and he's not. I mean, he he's been focusing on music, and he hasn't been in a good movie in a while. Mm-hmm. But so he co-created the show with some guy I never heard of, and the other guy is probably doing a lot of the writing. Um, the comedy's great, but it's actually a really good mystery. Mm-hmm. And um, I mean, as much as I love Steve Martin, Martin Short was is the best. He's so funny in that. Um, it's just a really well-written, well-acted show. That's one that it's going to be season two, and I'm not sure if it can live up to season one. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, loved it. Nice. <laughs> Very cool. Very cool. All, All right. right, so we'll do your bottom ones. Oh, my goodness. The game's on for both of you guys? <laughs> Squid, Squid Game is the most liked of the bottom for me. My number five. Uh, Squid Games is the bottom. <laughs> it's the only bad <laughs> TV show I watch. Wow, you didn't watch much because you should hear my list. <laughs> yeah. but, but what but don't no, you like, like about it? I, I haven't heard your, your take on it. Well, uh, it's just... Oh, my gosh. Should we go over this again, James? <laughs> All right. Main character is Lucky. He's not oh. he's oh. not he's not fun. He's not relatable. He's just kind of a piece of crap, especially at the end. He's just lucky. He's lucky yeah. for like what four games and then he has to go to the final game and then the whole cliffhanger of if he goes, you know, and sees his daughter and actually turns into a good guy. Yeah. Or if he goes back and all this stuff. The ending with the old man was just stupid to me. <laughs> um, the dialogue for the investors was was god awful. The acting for them yeah. was god awful. Yeah. It was trying to match, you know, what uh, Korean sensibilities, uh, what they have as uh, Korean sensibilities. So it's, it's different for us. But still, it just it didn't sit right. And it's one of those things that if it nailed the landing on the finale, it would have been probably in my top five. Mm-hmm. But I, I, I hated that ending. I could not stand it. And they're they're going to do more seasons like they could just do a new batch 
of people. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't want to see this guy go through his stuff again just because he's greedy. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just, it is a big letdown for me. And I feel it's another one of these shows that just people are hyping because it's on Netflix. Well, it's like a, a, an interesting twist and it's just, I don't know, not fully cooked to me. I'm with you. Mm. If they did a new batch, I'd watch it. If they had a yeah. new cast and maybe that one character shows up for like a scene or two because he knows what's going on and is like a cameo, I'd be all right with that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah no, I, I thought it was, uh, I just really enjoyed it. Like it's, hmm. I, I don't mind the ending. I mean, and the fact that, I mean, none of them are likable. I mean, that's why they're in the situation they're in. Um, and, and they're all a mess and it's just kind of, kind of fun. Like, I think it's, I think it's well-written. I think it's, it's totally bingeable and I just had a blast with it, but maybe I, I don't know. I, I didn't watch it during its hype. I just watched it like a couple of weeks ago. So, um, but yeah, and, uh, it's just, it's, it's really just that main character. He's just like, I know they're all supposed to be bad people and some of them are just two dimensional characters, but he's just the one that I was just like, dude, why are you, why, why, why am I rooting for you? Right. Like the 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 young woman. Yeah, you want her to win. Right. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Like she she is a real character that I actually cared about. Right. And yeah, she doesn't get to the end. Spoilers. Right. Oh. <laughs> so. All right. But that's my rant. Um, but yeah, that's my bottom. And yeah, if I did a full top five, it it mostly would have been the Marvel TV shows anyway. So. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> but Loki was the best of the bunch for those. I'm just gonna say that. Yeah, I thought they were all good. Uh, I honestly would almost put Falcon and Winter Soldier in my bottom five, mm-hmm. not because it's bad, but because it's just it is so far below the other ones for me. Mm-hmm. And it just it had some great moments, but it had some just really vanilla moments. Yeah. So, but it's not in my bottom five. Mm-hmm. All right. So you said Squid Game. James was your number number five. Okay. Yep. My number five was uh, was The Stand, and I I mm-hmm. liked it. Uh, I love the book. From Stephen King, um, and there are some good parts in the show, but it was um, some questionable parts for sure. Like it, some of the casting, some of the way they told the story. Like it's such a great book that people love so much. So why change it? The order of things. Mm-hmm. Uh, Alexander Skarsgård was great as the villain, but uh, yeah, it's just disappointing because it was such a great book and it should have been a great show, but it wasn't. All right, number four. Uh, Jupiter's Legacy. Did you guys see that one? It's like a wannabe what? boys, but it's a Netflix oh, yeah. version. It, look interesting to me. it starts uh, out. It actually starts out the couple, the first couple episodes. You're like, whoa, this is good, and then it just gets boring. I don't know what happens. You're just like, what? Like they had such a good run, and then it just dies, you know, on you, and then. You, <laughs> And then by the end of it, I just didn't want to watch it anymore. I finished right. it, and I was just like, no, I'm done with this. I'm never watching this again. <laughs> so my number four, this is me trying to fill out my bottom five, um, oh. was Star Wars Visions. and mm-hmm. But it's uh, it's with a caveat. Mm-hmm. Half of them, or I don't know the exact number, there were several of them that were great. Yeah. Um, but there were several that were terrible. <laughs> really, really bad. <laughs> like, if it was all of those, it would be probably my worst show of the year. But, like, the first episode was great. The one with the Elder was great. I and mean, there were some really good ones. So it's just a weird mix of, like, great and terrible. And there's barely any like mediocre it's just either great or terrible so yeah is it like life day terrible life (laughs) some of them oh my gosh some of them yeah yeah there's this one where and joseph gordon levitt does the voice in the english translation but it was like 
a band like on Tatooine, like a rock band during one of the pod races. Mm-hmm. Like, gosh, that's it. Or, yeah, it was terrible. Yeah, wow. um, yeah. Did you see it, James? I did not. I actually did. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh man, the first episode, fantastic. Huh. After that, it's terrible. <laughs> okay, I watched the first episode. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, there's a couple good ones, but like, it, it, there's just. It's so up and down. That was one of those I kept seeing, like, other than Disney Plus, no advertisements for. It just kind of huh. was on there one day. And it's in, it looks intriguing. Yeah. Like a cool anime twist on Star Wars. I'm like, yeah. oh. But I, I have, I cannot bring myself to watch it. Oh, man. Right. And that's good. First right. episode, done. There's nine episodes, and two are great. And then there's one that's that's good. Oh. Um, and then the rest are bad. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> bad. Yeah. Wow. All right. You guys probably never heard of this. Um, first season was really good. This season, terrible. Can't even get through it. Uh, lock and key. Couldn't finish it. Just, yeah. Just terribly boring. I didn't see it. I, the, it looked interesting, but then I, I never did watch it. So. Yeah. I mean, that first season, it's like a cool concept. I like the, I, I like the ideas behind it. I like the, I like where they're going with it and the mystery. By the time you get to this season, you just don't care anymore. Like they they haven't solved anything. They, they haven't get, kept that mystery going. And yeah, it's just it's just like okay, I'm just tired of this. I just can't do it. <laughs> <laughs> My next one is it wasn't necessarily bad, but it didn't interest me enough to finish it. And that was Arcane League oh, of Legends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was texting with you, James, on that. Um. I just it got such great reviews. I'm like, maybe mm-hmm. I should check it out. And I just just wasn't interested. Like I, I tried watching it and then I'm like, like, let me take a break and then I'll I'll keep going with it. And then I just never went back to it. And it, I just I, I got to a point where I'm like, yeah, I'm not going back. I'm done. It's good. It's just like watching someone else play video games. You just can't like get into it. That animation. It looks good. Story is good. It's just hard to keep my attention. <laughs> I wasn't interested in the characters. It just yeah. It's yeah. not bad. It's just hmm. not interesting to me. Yeah. Yep, I agree with that. That is interesting because that is one of the other than Squid Games. I think that's the second most hyped Netflix show of twenty twenty one. And they just man, people were pushing it everywhere. I thought it'd yeah. be pretty good, but yeah, it's. I saw the trailer. I'm like, not interested. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my yeah. God. And I tried watching Shadow and Bone. I haven't read any of the books. I don't know anything about the mythos. Yeah. And I can't get into it because I wasn't into the books of Game of Thrones either or The Witcher in, in any of those. And The Witcher, the first season, I was like, oh, that's not bad. I just can't get my bring myself to watch the second season for some reason. And I couldn't finish Shadow and Bone. <laughs> yeah, that one, the idea, I should have been interested in it. But I saw the trailer and I just couldn't bring myself to watch it. Mm-hmm. This next one is based off, there's another Stephen King adaptation. And I read the book and the book wasn't very good. So I don't even know why I tried giving the show a, a chance. <laughs> uh, it's called Lisey's Story. And it's uh, Julianne Moore. And um, man, cinematography on that show is great. I almost kept watching it because of the cinematography, mm. uh, <laughs> which is a weird thing to want to watch a show just for that. But that was <laughs> the only thing that was interesting in it. It's just so boring and dull and lifeless and worthless and... Just like the book. So I don't know why they made a show of it. So, <laughs> well, and see, and that's that's what I love about Dexter's New Blood. That show's great, but it, it's kind of more of like my honorable mention. It, it just kind of fell out of the top five. The cinema f- photography in it, it's incredible. Um, but I'm just, I don't know. That show was, I was so 
done with that show and satisfied with the way it ended. I'm kind of sad they brought it back. <laughs> yeah. It was good they're the way it was. They're bringing back too many things. They're, they're bringing back too many things. Yeah. It needs to they need to calm it down. Yeah. Or come up with some new stuff. But uh, my worst show that I've watched, and I'm embarrassed to say that I watched this, but remember, it's not just me in the house. It's <laughs> The Mighty Ducks. Oh. <laughs> oh my gosh. The Mighty Ducks Game Changers is just... My wife loves it. I don't think I don't even think the kids like it. Actually, I think it's just my wife. I hate it. I like you looking around first, just make sure no one heard you. I hate. I just absolutely hate it. I'm sorry. Oh well, there we go. Got that off my chest. <laughs> well, it, it it seems like Disney Plus, like with their with their shows that they try to revive, like they don't really know what to do because they did Home Alone <laughs> yeah. series two, right? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that movie oh, was movie, awful. Yeah. <laughs> it was there wasn't even a bad guy. There was yeah, what? A, yeah, it was a misunderstanding. <laughs> it was a big misunderstanding. <laughs> oh man. Oh, they end up having to apologize and pay for things. It's awful. Oh, oh no. It <laughs> broke even, James. They shouldn't even called it. They shouldn't even called it Home Alone at all. <laughs> all right. Uh, okay. My worst was, and I actually only watched an episode or two. It just was bad. Um, was The Nevers. It was oh, like yeah. Joss Whedon's female oh. superhero Victorian era. It was stupid. <laughs> i mean it was you know there was a there was a time when you put joss whedon's name on it and oh this is cool but man right. he's been a mess like i mean obviously personally he has but yeah. even like i mean his justice league thing and like all this other stuff like yeah and this was this was just stupid really bad <laughs> yeah dang yeah that's uh that's rough yeah well i don't feel so bad for not watching that much tv last year <laughs> after hearing all of those i'm like cool never heard about that never heard about that Ooh, I mean, that was gonna be bad <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah uh, i mean honorable mentions something that you would like robert is reservation dogs hmm. yeah that's on my queue yeah, yeah that's good. i would it's, like uh, that too actually if you watched atlanta yeah okay it's a lot like atlanta because it has the um, the quirkiness, it's got the like. Some episodes are really funny, some are really dramatic, and it kind of mixes both really well. It's a, that would actually be once the season was done. That was my only critique was it's too much like Atlanta, just set in a res instead of you know Atlanta. And yeah. uh, but I mean Atlanta is such a great show, so being like Atlanta is not necessarily a bad thing. Um, the the cast is great, the writing's really good. Um, I'm really that's that one has a looks like a, a good reason to have another season, so I'm glad that it got picked up. Um, another honorable mention would be well, two. I'll just Mayor of Easttown with Kate Winslet was really good, and um, from the makers of What We Do in the Shadows was Wellington Paranormal, um, and it was funny, but it's. It don't expect what we do in the shadows. It's not as good. It's not the same writers. It's from the, I guess they're based off of characters that were in the movie. Mm. Two cops that just show up. Um, um, and it has some funny moments, especially like, man, they had a Christmas episode. That's great. It's really good. But it, it, I laughed every week, but it wasn't, it, it's missing something that's not as, I mean, 
So it, it was worth it. I enjoyed it, but it's just not the same as what we do. I would, gotcha. I would like to put out there that um, Midnight Mass was exceeded. Because I, I, I really love Haunting on the Hill House. And I know I don't know if you both got to see that one or not. I love the way it was done. I loved uh, the writing, the acting, everything about it. The way it was done it was perfect. The uh, Haunting at Bly Manor or whatever that second one was called was terrible. And <laughs> I hated it. Yeah. And I almost didn't give this a chance because of it. I almost didn't do it. And I, I'm glad I did. It has a completely different pace than I ever could have thought. And the the acting, the writing is very well done. I mean, it, it almost feels like an old black and white movie or a movie from the 60s. That's what I felt like I was watching. It does have some gore in it. Don't get me wrong. It, it's not really scary, but um, it's got a nice twist to it. And it, it just kind of shows how humans can get misguided with their beliefs and, and have good intentions and really just slowly move away from the mark. And I, I, I liked it start to finish. Very good series. Um, cool. I just finished it like yesterday. So One more, and I actually haven't finished this season yet, but it's so funny. Um, and I followed, there's an Instagram account, and I followed that. And it's called Poorly Drawn Lines. <laughs> and it's like a comic strip that's on Instagram that they made into a, a little show. They're like 12-minute episodes. They're on Hulu. And it's really funny. Really funny. I think you guys would dig it. And the, I mean, even if you don't watch the show, just check. I'll send you guys a link for the Instagram. Just poorly drawn lines for those who are listening. But for Robert and James, I will send you the the group. Cool. So yeah, cool. that's it. Awesome. Nice. That is it. Goodbye, twenty twenty one. Yeah. Get out of here. <laughs> Want to do a brief analysis of Spider Man? I think it was on all three of our top five. Yeah, yeah. it was. Twenty twenty one. Yep. So it's it's pretty easy. So yeah, obviously we all enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's spoilers. Yep, spoilers. <laughs> With a movie like this, I mean, there's such. Oh yeah, wow. they're out there. there now. There's so much going on, and it's been out already. But just in case you haven't seen it, yeah, uh, man, it packs a lot into a movie. It makes so much of it work. It's so much fun. It's mm. a spectacle movie in in the best way possible where it has great acting regardless of mm-hmm. oh, all yeah. the crazy stuff that's happening totally it has um it has some fan service which this is sony again like i just said with ghostbusters afterlife i was worried about it being too much fan service mm-hmm. right. with spider-man but they don't go they don't go over the bar nope. it's still surprising and it's still like you know like theaters like you know people freaking out because it's so unexpected yeah how many things happen in this movie yeah that honestly the only downside that i have of it is just the premise is a little sloppy mm. just the idea that peter parker would go through all this for people to forget he's spider-man mm-hmm. but that is true to how peter parker in the comics felt like yeah. he he did get to that point multiple times where he's just like you know i just want to live my life mm-hmm. i yeah. just i don't i don't care about what happens i just i want to just have a life well yeah. he, he he gets in the other films it's consistent because he gets fixated on single problems yeah you know and he's got to fix them yeah. So it, it's not out of character. But can I just say, like, William Dafoe, holy smokes. Oh, man. Best thing so that ever good. happened in that is when he breaks that mask. I was like, yes. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's just for starters with yeah. William Dafoe. Man. I know. Right. I know. But to see his range of acting through that, 
was oh, incredible. So mm-hmm. My kids yeah, were like, "That is a scary dude." <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was, yeah. I just saw something where Zendaya was saying, like, when he was on set and he was being the Green Goblin, he's like, he was terrifying. Mm-hmm. Like the other actors were terrified of him. <laughs> like, yeah. Um, Didn't see. It. Yeah. No. It. It. Uh. It. You know. It's so satisfying. It, you know, the stuff like with Toby and Andrew and, and, and the villains, man, the villains were funny. Like a lot of the villains, like their banter was great. Um, and how they kind of like honored the old movies, but made fun of them too. Mm -hmm. Like all Mm -hmm. the, you know, you gotta be careful where you fall. And like, (laughs) like, right. Oh, he's falling a vat of eels. That'll do it. You're like, Oh man, it's funny. Where the web Uh, comes out of and does it come out of anywhere else? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> right, yeah, yeah. Um, but it's like you know, I, I took my daughter to see it, and she had never seen any of the old ones. So we watched all the Tobey Maguires, we watched all the Andrew Garfields, and um, and she rewatched the Tom Holland ones. And so we were like ready. And it's just man, it it takes the best from all that mm-hmm. and just capitalizes on it, and and it kind of pokes fun at it, but it's just super well done. I, I can't wait to see it again. Yeah, when he catches uh, Mary Jane. And oh. the look in his eyes, you're just like, oh, dude, you just wish yeah. someone was there to catch Gwen. <laughs> oh, man, yeah. that's heartbreaking. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Uh, so it's the, the standouts to me, and this is a stacked cast, mm-hmm. yeah. um, the standouts to me that really embodied the characters well and went from funny to dramatic very well was Tom Holland, of course. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, Andrew Garfield mm-hmm. and Willem Dafoe. Willem yeah. Dafoe was probably the strongest, like right. you yeah. said, because, yeah, he goes from villain to, I mean, you feel bad for him for a while and he's kind mm-hmm. of funny, sympathetic. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. He's kind of funny. Like, he even throws out the meme, you know, I'm something of a scientist myself. <laughs> right. Like, that that got the biggest laugh out of my <laughs> Oh yeah. Yeah. By far. And uh and then going to like a really menacing, very yeah physical fighter. Yeah. Like that was confrontational. Cool. That was wild. Yeah. Well, yeah, even, he, even Jamie uh, Foxx's character, who who's probably the weakest of the villains from the past. Like, I didn't like him as Electro. Oh, he was the worst part of Amazing Spider-Man, too. Yeah, yeah. I didn't I didn't like that, the way they, in the whole, like, nerdy character. Oh, yeah. it's my birthday, Spider-Man, or whatever the crap he was obsessing <laughs> over. I didn't like that. But the oh, way, I feel like there was redemption in this. Because, you know, he's an incredible actor. You know, yeah. he deserves better, a better character. And I feel like this character, he... He's like, oh, I like the way I feel in this um, in this universe. Like, there was a redemption there, and he, I felt like um, he was able to redeem that character much better than the way he was portrayed in the past film. Because nobody liked that character. Nobody was buying that toy. You know what I mean? Um, well, and in all fairness, in both Amazing Spider-Man movies, the villains suck. Right. Yeah. Right. Lizard. I, 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 I'm missing half of my arm, so I want to turn everybody into lizards. That made no sense. <laughs> wow. No, no missing. Then, uh, yeah. uh, Dane DeHaan's Green Goblin. Oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. I know. So, yeah, those yeah. those are probably the worst. Man, I love Dr. Rock. Yeah. yeah. Like, that's, that's the whole idea that, like, so many superhero movies could have gone all the yeah. way through with mm-hmm. is these aren't bad people. There's a, there's a redemption right. that there is possible with them. And Doc right. Ock shows that. Well, and it's like, yeah. the, it's like the Arkham formula <laughs> that Batman yeah. uses. Don't kill your character. Try to, try to, you know, let's rehab them. Yeah. Well, like, <laughs> and what I like about like, so the Tobey Maguire movies, which have not aged well. Mm-hmm. At no, all. no, I, I wasn't crazy about it back when they came out. Um, I, mean, I enjoyed them and all, but like, man, they've aged terribly. But, 
like Peter Parker is terrible in those movies. Mm-hmm. Like he he's a jerk. He's yep. selfish. He makes bad decisions, and yep. like you you don't like him. Yep. And you know Andrew Garfield. Like I actually really like him as, as Spider Man, but the writing on those movies wasn't as good. Um, and the, like you said, the villains were weak. Um, but everything with him is him and Emma Stone were just perfect together. Mm-hmm. Um, for this one, it's like I I love that it's Peter plays uh, Tom Holland plays the young perfectly, like the the flip floppy and 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 single minded type thing. But like I love that like with Marissa Tomei's heartbreaking death, like mm-hmm. like it's saying like focus on helping them. Mm-hmm. Like that's what this is about. And like that's so different than Tobey Maguire's. And and, and I love how. The, the scene where Toby and Andrew both tell him like, like we missed it. Like yeah, yeah. we don't want you to miss it. And like, Oh man, I thought that was great. That yeah, was, it was so, good. Absolutely. That was fantastic. Yeah. And it's just, I mean, you could, if you're super critical about it, you could have thrown away this whole premise of the movie that it's just, you know, we're getting all these characters back, uh, you know, just for fan service, you know, just for fun. And it's going to be three Spider-Man. It's going to like on, on surface level, it can seem very silly, but there's always, with almost every iteration of Spider-Man, there's been different versions of Spider-Man mm-hmm. yeah. in their universes. The 90s cartoon did it. Yeah. The old 60s cartoon did it. Yep. Yeah. Uh, obviously, uh, Spider-Man in the Spider-Verse did it. Right. And like it just it works. It yeah. really works. It's a it's a silly comic book premise, but man, they make account for everything, and oh. they don't they don't miss a beat uh, with putting in Toby and Andrew. Mm-mm. Yeah, the writers and John Watt as the director just you know. Good job, guys. That gives me faith in Fantastic Four that John yeah. Watts is going to do now. Yeah, absolutely. I agree. Also, loved seeing Charlie Cox as Daredevil. Yeah, yes. that was a nice surprise. Those shows were so. I loved yes. Daredevil, and he was great in them. And just seeing him, just even just that little scene, I, it was enough. Like I knew he probably wasn't going to be in any more of the movie, but that one yeah. scene, just oh, catching the brick. I'm a great catch the brick. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just a really good lawyer. That's awesome. <laughs> such a cool line. Yes, it was. it's fantastic. He he really yeah he outshined everybody in just that one little part. It was perfect. It's, it's great to have him back. Is there anything else that needs to be said? I mean, obviously we we recommend it. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Totally worth it. Can't wait to watch it again. Mm-hmm. Me too. I just hope they keep going with Tom Holland. Like, yeah, yeah. I, I would mind another trilogy with Tom Holland as yeah. the more grizzled, more aged Spider-Man, obviously, that has yeah. his Spider-Man, stuff together. The college years. Yeah, <laughs> sure. Far from now, college. Now, was his apartment at the end, was that a callback to Toby? It felt Kinda. like it. Totally it felt looked like, like it. Toby's apartment. It sure did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It sure did. Oh. Yeah. There were little <laughs> things like that, like like just little Easter eggs. Like if you hadn't watched the movies recently, like you might not catch like Toby Maguire's back, mm-hmm. you know, like that was such a great part in Spider-Man two, where he's just like, I'm back. And he's like, Oh, my back. Yeah. Like, like, <laughs> like, oh, like that was like, I love little callbacks like that. It's good. Oh, and I'm glad, I'm actually glad that they didn't have Kirsten Dunst for prize. Oh yeah. 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 Or, she's, or Topher Grace. She's kind of, yeah. Yeah. No, there's, they, they knew what to include. They did. Yeah. yeah. All right. All right. Cool. Is it, question for you. Sure. Is it the best Spider-Man movie made at this point? 
too early to say uh, this is the best trilogy by far. But mm-hmm. within that trilogy, I don't know. Uh, Homecoming was I, I love it. Homecoming's great. Homecoming I, is good. I put this num- number one. Homecoming number two. Yeah, too too soon to say for me. Yeah, too soon for me. I I, I like them all so far. I can yeah. watch them over and over. Yeah. <laughs> so so good. John Watts really really has nailed that trilogy. Like. Mm-hmm. You know, they each had a distinctive feel. They weren't just repeating it. You know, the first Homecoming had the John Hughes type feel, and and then you had like the the shift in Far From Home, and then this one is completely different. Feels nothing like the other two. Yeah, uh, absolutely. But it feels right. It feels it like growth, like if like exactly how it's supposed to be. Well, um, and we forgot to mention, you know, just the the chemistry with him and Doctor Strange. You know, it's yeah. very very. It, he he does. You know, he doesn't know this kid that well, but you can tell he likes him. He wants to help him, mm-hmm. and he's willing to put himself out there and then you know even though the kid burns him he still likes him <laughs> yeah it's, it's not a mentorship role right like with iron man which i didn't want them to repeat that again me either i'm glad i'm glad that they kind of butt heads so much yeah yeah it's good yeah yeah he's not really like stephen strange is is not always a likable guy mm-hmm. Benedict Cumberbatch is so good in it as it um you know he's a hero but like he's kind of a jerk like mm-hmm. yeah. uh, and it'll be interesting to see how he deals with that in the multiverse of madness which looks really cool um so i'm excited to see what they do with uh the mcu at this point you know with with loki and this just messing things up and then multiverse of madness is gonna just go bonkers yeah it's gonna open it wide open man yeah i'm excited to see what happens with that it is sam raimi though who did the first or i should say the other spider-man trilogy that like you said, has not aged well. But see, Sam Raimi, like there are sometimes he's really good. There's sometimes he's terrible. Yeah. Um, and a lot of it depends on the writing. I mean, mm-hmm. like Spider-Man 2, I, I don't think is, I never thought it was as good as some people have said it was. Like when it first came out, people were like, this is the best comic book movie ever. Yeah. And even back then I knew that wasn't the case. Um, but that one has aged the best. But that that one had a different writer than the other two movies. Mm-hmm. And the writing is so much better on Spider-Man 2. And the and like and so his direction is better. Um he he likes to play with cheese. Like he he embraces cheese. And there's sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't. Um I'm not sure if he's gonna do that with Multiverse of Madness. Um you don't get that feel from the trailer at least. And so yeah, I mean I think if he works with a, a good writer, he can he can make it work. We'll see. He hasn't really done much in the past couple of years. Like, I think his last movie was the Oz movie, which was bad. Mm. Yeah. But I mean, I love the Evil Dead trilogy. Those are amazing. Well, and the Evil Dead show. Yeah, it's good. Yeah. That was that was good. So I guess that's what he's been doing since. Because, yeah, that Oz movie. Yeah, that was he just bad. He <laughs> So, yeah. 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 Cool. We'll see. All right. Is that it, guys? That is it. I guess this concludes this episode of Nerding Daily. 